What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Barrett, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. We're back, folks, with me as always down in Houston. Um, boys, I don't know if we're like frenemies right now or what, but uh, Astros v Rangers. I know we both don't have a ton of stake in it, but anyways, folks, boys, Bernardi, Houston, Texas. Boys, how we doing? Yeah, no, I am anti-Strohs as it gets, so I am all in on the Texas Rangers. And for some reason, this team doesn't know how to win in Minute Maid Park, but they're very good on the road, and they did it last night, and they're doing it again right now. So unfortunately, if I go out on Saturday, the Astros are going to be on every single TV, and I'm not going to be able to watch college football, so I'm already getting triggered. Call me Dr. Statistics. Boys, this Houston team, last time they came up to Arlington, Swept the Rangers by a combined score of 39 to 10. They in a might three win game or four in game Arlington. series. They might win all three in Arlington. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, the, I will the bats, say as, the, the bats are awake. Only, as much as only I like you to, would be like fighting against the team in your hometown right now, though. Just uh, embrace it. No, this isn't my hometown, and I'm not embracing it. Just one embrace because it. one because no, Texas, no, I know. One, I'm not embracing it because I don't really like baseball that much. Two that's fair. Texas A&M Aggies fans are equivalent to Astros fans down here. So that's how I see this. Like so that. I need, I need fail. I'm happy for Dusty Baker. He won one, but um, just not a fan. Just not a fan. I don't no, like I... baseball that much and just not for me. Making up. For I, the like this, I, like, I like Here's... this tempo though, guys. I like this tempo right out of the gates. We're coming in hot. Uh, folks, you heard him chime in bit. there a little bit from Naperville. Well, no, Blaze threatened. Blaze threatened to cancel the podcast and only do TikTok posts. So I was oh, like, I gotta, right. I gotta come through hot now. All, all right, fine. Let's, it, let's get in. Let's get into this. I it. said, if Merrick's laptop is not fully compatible, we're wasting our own time doing these really good episodes. Merrick, <laughs> Merrick's videos, are, Merrick's videos are really good. He, I, he should be pushing these on TikTok. Okay. Then instead, then we instead of like talking every week like we always do, we should just send each other Snapchats and be like, "You got to turn this into a TikTok." Yeah, Rachel's yeah. a TikTok expert. She or like, loves it. Or like, or like, Dave, do you listen to the Bill Simmons po- podcast? I listen to a lot of him and Rosillo now because okay, so he goes like, "Hey, Kyle, turn on the TikTok camera. <laughs> we need to do that for Merrick." Hey, hey, Dave, turn on the TikTok camera for Merrick. Hey, Dave. I mean, we we were talking about this a bit pre-show, but Rachel could. Fill out an application, as could our listeners. We are hiring for a social media marketing manager. Absolutely. Um, salary, benefits, to be determined. No, but when you die on your deathbed, <laughs> you will receive total consciousness. Total consciousness. And and look, we, we will come up with some sort of agreement here, but uh, fuck, we need somebody to run this stuff for us. I, I'm telling you, they boys, can have they can have 50 of net proceeds, whatever the <laughs> fuck that means. <laughs> they're not getting 51 point. They're not getting they're, they're no not equity plays. Absolutely no equity plays. It's a revenue share, all right? It is it's not, a revenue share. It is not it's a revenue share. This is not it's equity. Not, it's not revenue. It's an earn out. It's not going to be. It's not going to be an equity piece. Though we could talk about an earn in though. Right? <laughs> we could talk about an earn in. Right. There, there, there are certain, there are certain benchmarks, projects, right. Things that, Hey, we hit a certain number of followers, something like that. Yeah. they As always, as always, here. as always, you must speak to our accounting team at Kubiak, Kubiak and Kubiak first. And you need to talk to our attorneys at Weinstein, Rust, Van Vliet and McGinnis. As always, <laughs> as always, as always, legal representation. 
Um, boys, I, look in, in our in our what you miss segment here. I already talked about the job posting. We just got through that, but we do got to talk about the fact that we are getting a few episodes have been taken down off of <laughs> off of off of the media sites. Um, so what you got taken down again? What is it? The songs that you're putting in? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the jams that I'm putting in here. Uh, so folks, listen to if you don't feel like filling out the application uh, for for the job opening. Look, I'm happy to take closing music recommendations if you have them. Um, Let's just just play levels. Just play, <laughs> just play oh, yeah. levels. <laughs> Hang on, I wrote it. Up. I wrote in my notes from a different one. I've got a he couple can't notebooks. Get us. I got a couple of notebooks. Let's see. His family can get us, but he can't. Oh, I put, um, do you remember the um, call on me, the uh, Ryan Ryback remix? Let's do that. Mm. Who's going to fucking be listening to that? I think well, it's see, the Kansas This is song. the thing. Merrick's been flagged by Spotify. So like, there's probably some algorithm now that goes in and checks every time now. So Universal. Gotta, no, it's not. A, if there's any people listening to this, like, God help them. It's like that California three strike law that they got rid of. Like, you go in jail three times, you're in jail for life. We've been caught twice. So, like, we're just we're just asking for it. They got a saying down there in Texas, I think. They have it up here in Illinois, too. Fool me one time. Shame on you. Fool me two times. You don't I'm get take fooled out- again. Here's what happens if they do it again. I'm going to take out a full page ad in the Times. <laughs> I'm going to show them the pictures from Cabo from 94. And guess what? <laughs> this whole thing's going to go right back to fucking normal. It will not be password protected. Yes. It will not be password protected. We would put some shit out there. Universal. We're coming for you. That's who you think um, it is? It's Universal specifically? It, it says it Are says Kansas's representation? It? Why don't I, we just I, do a cover of Carry On My Wayward Son and play it at the end? Oh, Our marketing be... manager is going to have to figure out how to mix songs. It's going to be part of the equation. Yeah, that's 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 one thing, boys. I, <laughs> I, I will I will be better. It's in the What'd You Miss category. Folks, we did uh, record an episode last week. You're going to get two episodes for the price of one. When I forgot you out. never released that one. And I'm going to release that one just for shits. I had some I had some technical difficulties. Put me on the milk carton, however, whatever you want to do here. I will, I will be better this week and moving forward. So, uh, Anyways, we're back. Happy to be back, boys. Anything else on the on the on the, on the what you miss, or can we get into picks? Because we have a lot of picks. Let me tell you. All I'll say is uh, we probably shouldn't air that last podcast because my picks were bad. Oh, you also. I was bitching about about you to Merrick before you you came in here. Also, UTSA was my pick. It was the blowout winner of the week, and then you took it as my. Instagram picks. I'm like so bad you. on the All right, IG fine. Ones. Actually, what? Merrick, air the podcast because I said I liked the tape. Roll the tape. Yeah, I'll roll the tape, but your blowout winner, I had the two big blowout winners in the morning slate. I know. You, you're Merrick. You've I've been said, great. You've been the winner this Merrick, year. This is the C. This is 2023 college football is the, the season of Merrick. You've been picking great games. You're the only one in the podcast that's won in the pool, too. Twice you have had to sacrifice your caught me a Marley team though. Unfortunately, that's yeah, been the yeah. sacrificial lamb of this. That, that has been. I gotta change. I, I, I gotta yet. change the team name. I gotta change the team name. Then I'll be back. T- just change it that. to Tage to see it, and just let's see what happens. You Tage to no. see it. I'm already getting bertiered, and your team's the one that's gotten in a fucking wheelchair. So, oh my god, here yeah, we, we are. are. No, dude, we're here like, we are. We're like Shane Gillis. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's yeah. make let's make some picks. Should we talk some let's, college football? Let's make some picks, folks. We got big big action on Saturday. Penn State at Ohio State. 
Ohio Stadium, which is adjacent to the Lake Erie Electric trailer. Um, by the way, quick uh, quick plug for Lake Erie Electric. Uh, we got Tennessee at Bama, Duke at Florida State, Utah at USC. The first game of the day I want to start with, um, you guys are on. I am not. Uh, however, I think it's it's an important one. Penn State at Ohio State. couple quick things just for the listeners to set the tone here. Ohio State is 11-1 straight up and 8-4 and against the spread in the last 12 home games against Penn State. Folks, the under is 8-4 eight and two, eight and four in those 12 contests. Penn State is 1-9 straight up in their last 10 against the Buckeyes, whether it's on the road or at home. But they're also 7-3 and three in those last 10 meetings. Boys, I think you guys are both on the same side here. What are we thinking? I'll go first, Dave. I like Penn State. I think their defense has traveled well. I know their schedule's been a joke, but I just do not trust Kyle McCord in. The fact of the matter is if he didn't convert that fourth and 19 and Notre Dame didn't have 10 guys on the field the last two plays, we have a very different mindset of Ohio State. I think Penn State's defense is going to come to play. Their offense has major issues. Their running backs have been very disappointing along with their offensive line. But that defense, that defensive roster, that starting 11, has at least three players that are going to be playing on Sundays. It's like Illinois' defense last year. It's absolutely loaded. I like Penn State plus four. I don't know if they're going to win straight out, but I'm going to see a game like 17-14 here, and I think Penn State's going to cover. I like Penn State, too. I know that Ohio State's played a little bit better recently. They beat the shit out of uh, Purdue. They they kind of punched Notre Dame in the mouth, and we saw this. Uh, Notre Dame's actually a pretty tough team, kicked the shit out of USC last week. Um, but I like Penn State here, too. I think these are actually two pretty evenly matched teams, too. Blaze already said it. McCord still hasn't proven anything to me, really. He he had a pretty decent game against Purdue, and that's about it. I like Penn State here. Um, give me the points is what a lot of this comes down to. I think it's going to be a very close matchup, and I think we've liked the, the podcast. This is kind of ride with the boys here. Merrick picked Penn State to win the Big Ten, so let's just everyone ride together here. Penn State, give me the points. I hope it runs up to five. Um, shouldn't even really matter though. It's what, uh, it's in that weird, weird area where it doesn't really matter on the points. You're, you're not giving up a touchdown. You're not getting anything back either. Give me, give me Penn state in the points. I wouldn't bet at money line, but I want the points sir. scores and odds. Has it at five and a half right now? It actually opened at six and a half. I think on Sunday by Circa, but, um, I think it'll settle yeah. in at this four and a half. I don't see yeah. it going up much. I think we're right here too. I think the only thing to be hesitant about is Penn state playing UMass last week. That's such a fucking James Franklin move, playing some beta little college football team cupcake to get warm kinda, up game. to get the warm up game. You don't yeah. need that in the middle of October. You want to kind of be tested, and Penn State really hasn't been tested yet. Besides Illinois, who was a mess in September, and maybe they finally figured something out. But I, I mean, still you- like Penn State defense travels. We all know that Kyle McCord is not him yet or even TBD. So yeah, let's go Penn state here. Plus it, four it should, it should be fun though. Cause we're going to find out like you got the big three in the big 10. This is going to be the first of three massive games. So it should be fun. Uh, the big four in the big 10. You're talking about Iowa. <laughs> I'm with Merrick on this. Iowa's going to make the this. big 10 championship and they might only have one loss at the time. And they're going to get the doors blown off them. in the championship. I may, I may have already booked yeah. my flight. I think you might Michigan, as well. I think Michigan is just on a completely other level, but it sure um, seems like it. Iowa hey, seems like hey, a different other level compared to the Big Ten West. Hold on, we got to go back to we got to go back to this game, boys. You said defense travels. These are two of the top five defenses in terms of yards per game, in terms of points per game allowed. Like, I, I thought I was over betting unders, but 
this is like begging me to take it, just given how good these two defenses are. And you said McCord's nothing to ride home about. Now, Grant, I, I'm a firm believer that they've figured something out in the last six quarters of football on offense there. In Columbus, I don't – 45 and a half points is the over-under right now, if I'm not it, mistaken. It, it feels like an NFL-style game, and it's priceless. It does. It's priceless. Like four, four and a half and 45. It's an NFL spread and NFL total. It's a 21-17 kind of game. But I can't bring myself to root against the points. I just – I can't – if I were somebody who takes unders, I'd take the under here. That's my advice to people who are <laughs> taking unders. I, I, I would take it, but I'm not going to take it. Official advice. You're not going to bet it, but that's what you should do here. Yeah, you should. That's that's the play. Is it that's a stay away for you? Do you already have Penn State to win the Big Ten, so you don't care? Or? I mean, no, it's just a stay away game. I have zero feel in this game. I have, I have no feel. Yeah, and when I only, have no feel, I'm 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 no, I'm out. To that I'm point, out. the only feeling I've ever had when I saw the line, even at the beginning of the year, was been Penn State the whole year, and so I'm not going to back off it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Boys. Talk us through a few more of your games. What do you got? Uh, what do you got slated here in the hopper? I know we got a couple of game of the weeks here that you kind of want to talk at the top of the table here. So I'll kind of just go down that. Um, I know we got Tennessee, Bama, Duke, Florida State, Utah, USC. I love Bama minus eight and a half here. I think Tennessee, Joe Milton. Oh my God, absolute trash. They got away with Jimbo Fisher again. Texas A&M is absolutely mediocre. They should be in the Big Ten West if we're talking anything. But I really like Bama minus eight and a half here. This reeks of the Bama Ole Miss game a couple months ago, and Bama absolutely dominated and pulled away. And I still don't think Tennessee's good enough to be able to win on the road in the hostile territory. This is a Bama revenge game for them. I'm not a first half guy, but man, this is a Bama play all around. I think they win every single quarter, and this game's not even close at the end. It's something like, 28 to 10 at the end of the game. Give me Bama right here. I, that's the only way to play it. I didn't even think about the revenge factor from last year either. Like it was the, it was probably the game of the year in college football. But um, you already said it. Milton is not that good, and Miller Miller has been playing a lot better in the, these last few games. I think he's Saban's guy. I like Alabama there too. That's a really good pick. Yeah, if Tommy it. Reese can fucking figure it out. Bama is a college football playoff team, but that's not going to happen. Sorry to interrupt. They still could make the playoff. Why not? They still could. They still very, especially now with with Georgia losing uh, Brock Bowers for yeah. four weeks. He should be back. Yeah, the Bama will have to win out. Yeah. they're going to have to beat be. LSU, which I think will be difficult. But we'll be talking about that game in November. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just a couple couple other facts here on this Tennessee Alabama game. Think courtesy of the doctor. Bama has owned Zange. No, not not Zange. We're talking about this doctor. Guys, coming in the last year, Bama had won the last one, the last fifteen matchups against Tennessee uh, as home favorites. Bama is eight and zero straight up, but only four, three and one against the spread in the last eight contests. Five of those eight have gone under. So, Again, if you're a man that if you're a man that bet unders, you would bet this. Under. You would bet the under. <laughs> if you if you were the an under type of better. Are either of you guys on this? Uh... On this Duke Florida State game, you you already saw it in the the picks pool. I have the underdog in both of these. In both of these, they just feel like give me the points type games. I think this Duke game is going to end up at like fourteen and a half. I would take Duke getting two scores. They played pretty well. They played Notre Dame tough. They beat Clemson pretty handily. Florida State struggled against the only two good team they played all year in Clemson. Give me Duke getting fourteen and a half. Same thing with USC Utah. 
give me the seven points. I like Utah getting seven there. You see, USC has proven that they don't have a fucking defense. I don't care who's playing quarterback for Utah or what they throw out there. It doesn't matter. I think they're going to keep it close. So I want it to be over at least at 14 and seven for those games respectively, but give me the underdogs in both. I'm with Dave with I'm with Dave on Duke on this. This defense is one of the most underrated and best in the country. They should be top 10. They deserve it. The only thing I wouldn't be playing this game is I think they're going on the road to a hostile territory for the first time all season. And Riley Leonard is not going to be a hundred percent, even if he plays. Secondly, I am on USC this game. Utah's quarterback is absolutely horrendous and Cam rising is not coming back. So if Utah was playing at home, I'd agree with this, but they're going to be playing in LA. They're going to be on grass. USC is going to be flying around, and Utah is not going to be able to catch up with them. I like USC minus seven here, and I don't think it's close because their offense is not going to be able to keep up. And we saw this when Utah went to Oregon State; they got absolutely manhandled with a rookie with a freshman quarterback who's just not ready for the spotlight yet. Going going on that Duke that Duke Florida State game. That's like this is a total blaze play. Taking Duke, and here's why: it's because Duke is what do we got here? Zero and seventeen, and five and twelve against the spread in their last seventeen matchups against Florida State. They're due. They're 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 due to cover one here, or maybe even win one. Maybe even win one. I wouldn't mind sprinkling a little action on the money line. You, uh, Blaze, you talked me out of this. I'm switching it. The pick in our pool. I'm taking off. Uh, Utah and I'm putting in Alabama. You did it. So if I win the pool this week, you can I can give you credit. Thanks. That, that's a really good that's a really good part of the handicap. I didn't even think of either though is that USC is coming off this kind of embarrassing game against Notre Dame, and you know that they're going to want to come up and light it the fuck up. Yeah. Wait, folks, do we do we have an armed forces matchup this week too? Are you going to bet the under there? Air, Air Force, Force is pretty Navy. damn good, dude. It's Air Force Navy. Air Force's quarterback, I think, is out for the year. Dave, is he? What is the total on that? I didn't know. It's not embarrassingly low. It's not as low as Iowa. It's it's got to be close. I bet you it's not. I think it's in the mid thirties. What's Iowa Minnesota thirty three? Oh, I'm looking up Army. Uh, Iowa Minnesota is down to like thirty. This is thirty four and a half, and I'm looking at DraftKings right now. Hang on, thirty one is what it's at. Well, you, you, if I've learned anything though, is you don't bet the over in any of these games when they're embarrassingly low because you're gonna feel like a fucking moron and you're gonna have to watch dog shit football nine times out of ten. The twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen cheese bowl. Are we talking the 20- about the armed forces game? And just in general, I'm saying though, like the twenty sixteen cheese bowl was the most embarrassing thing I ever did. I bet the over it was like thirty. It was TCU versus California, the worst fucking football game I've ever watched. It's not the official armed forces. That's Iowa Navy or uh, Army Navy. It might as well be Iowa, but this is um, Air Force Navy. 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, I would say the, I, if you're playing a side, I think you have to go Navy here. I think they're a pretty good team. They played a rough schedule. Like um, they battled with Notre Dame, even though the final score didn't say like it. And Air Force is running out a new quarterback. And I think Air Force is on the road this game, traveling across the country as a double digit favorite. Give me Navy here. I think that's the only way to play. You can't take a triple option team or a spread triple option team and take them double digits on the road. I just don't. I just don't see that. Don't agree with it. Navy would be the only play. Merrick giving us a wild card pick. I did not read the notes or was prepped for that. So that's just an impulse play. I he didn't put it in there. I didn't I didn't put that one in there. I just slipped you a Mickey. Don't that's slip all. me a Mickey. What do you got? You got any sides on this? Are you on USC? No. Only Again. in my pool. Only in the pool. Only in the pool. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, 
probably you put your pool, you put your pool picks in yet, Mikey? No, no, not yet, not yet. Utah probably... five straight up in their last five trips to USC. Don't like it. They're not due. That offense does not look good. I'm not they, confident. They struggled mightily against Oregon State a couple weeks ago too. ETM with another with another touchdown. By the oh, way, God damn it, he's against me. I'm a fucking loser. Anyways. What other what, what other action you boys got? I've got a slew of picks here. I'm I got a lot of picks this week too. This is yeah, like let's Bizarro. Just, let's just, let's just run down these off. Really quick. Dude, Maybe, all right. I'll, I'll go through my list. I like West Virginia minus three and a half. I still really like this team. They played, did some stupid stuff on offense, got extremely conservative in Houston. They should have won that game. West Virginia, it's a tar- tough place to play in uh, Morgantown. I think they're going to take care of business against Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy, who I think people are peaking at the right time, but – they're still not as good as they've been in the past. West Virginia minus three and a half. I like TCU plus six and a half. I like TCU last week. I think they figured something out because they finally benched their quarterback, Chandler Morris, who was benched for Max Dugan last year. Their backup, once again, is bigger, better. Give me TCU plus six and a half. Same thing, going with the backup quarterbacks. Pitt, Pat Narduzzi's quarterback got hurt. They started the backup last week. They absolutely dominated against Louisville. I like Pitt against a friend of the program, Wake Forest. That program is collapsing as we speak this season. Pit plus one and a half. If we start the season, this should be pit. This would be pit minus three. This is value right here. USC. I got one more for you. UCLA minus seventeen. They're playing Stanford. Stanford went all out, absolutely exhausted from their huge victory last week. That was the highlight of their season. UCLA is going to get out to a big lead. They have a much better defense. Stanford's not going to be able to run the ball nor chuck it up in the air to that star receiver. UCLA minus seventeen. That would be my best bet out of the whole entire slate on Saturday. I really so, like um, your I really like your TCU pick there too. I think TCU is a really hot second half team. You were all over fading them early, but I think that they're like coming up the rest of the way. I think TCU is going to be a good play the rest of the way. And Kansas State uh, lost to Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago, and I watched that entire game. I don't think Kansas State's very good. I just think they've had a pretty favorable scheduling so far. I don't think they're any good. Yeah, what we got, Mikey. I'm going with the hometown boys to start. This is going to be a Friday play. This is this a pressure on to get the podcast up. You, better, you might, better hustle. This might even go up on the gram tomorrow. This is the Temple effect. And Temple is like, it's just one of those teams that they're, it's it's a Davy Dustman play is what it is. They've lost their last four games and gave up over 36 points per game so far this season. That is bottom 10 in college football. Bottom 10 defenses. SMU has been playing great. I think they averaged over over 30, 34 points, if I'm not mistaken, their last three games. Look, they've got two losses on the year. One was to an Oklahoma team who people are talking should should be or probably could be in the playoff contention. So, look, I I really like the Mustangs tomorrow, tomorrow being Friday. I really – I. I love SMU tomorrow. There are you gonna you gonna have this out at like 10 a.m. tomorrow so that the boys can get it in. It's gonna be it's gonna be up before your second cup of coffee. How about that? What time Prove. is your first one? Prove it. My first one, I make coffee at home, so I usually have it around 6 45. Okay, so exactly. This this will be out before your first cup of joe. Mm. My guy. Mm. It'll it'll be out mm. there. I've Filo got... first in last out, Mike Merrick inventory filing system. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll be up. We'll be up early tomorrow. We'll be up early. Got a few appointments in the afternoon. We got to take care of. You've been doing uh, a lot of fifth harmony lately. What gives? Well, I've been on the road so much, man. <laughs> Working real hard. Yeah. Fucking dude. It's been four weeks in a row. I was on the road. I'm finally back, back at home for a, for a home and home slate this weekend. So <laughs> it should be good. 
You should get a couple home games under your belt. Hey, talk talk about its due pick though, and this this is a front of the program play. Ole Miss minus six and a half. They're going into Auburn. They have not. The Rebels have not beaten Ole Miss in back to back season back to back seasons since 1952. This is due, boys. This is due. If if there are two games that you're gonna two maybe I, I got one more big one for number three that you're gonna sharpie on Saturday. These are the two. These are two of the three right there. SMU. SMU and then Ole Miss late on Saturday. Davey, what else you got? I got a bunch of plays I like this week. This week is completely different than last week, right? No idea how to read the board. Should bode well for a really solid like one in nine day, but you never know. Um, I'm going with a lot of stuff that I'm used to. You already said we're doing fade the dustbins. It hasn't worked out too hot so far this year, but I think I think quote unquote we're due. Uh, first one, Memphis minus six and a half against UAB. I'm fading UAB every chance I get. I'm going to fade them every uh, step of the way until I see an unreasonable spread. I still like Memphis. They have a quarterback, Seth Hennigan, I've liked for a couple of years now. And UAB has Trent Dilfer as their coach. I think they fucking stink. I'm taking Memphis in this spot. Dilfer dimes. Uh, exactly. Well, did you hear the whole thing where he's like, I'm going to, uh, I go home and my wife's not quite as hot. I'm married to a smoke show. He's just a fucking loser and he doesn't know how to coach a football team. So give me Memphis there. I'm taking your boys. I like Iowa against Minnesota. I think Minnesota stinks. Iowa doesn't have their quarterback still. It doesn't really matter. They're going to have to D them up. I think they win like, we'll call it 14-10, and we cover just by the hook. Give me Texas San Antonio again. Frank Harris is back for the third week in a row now. Uh, they won for us last week. It was the easiest play of the week that I gave out. They're also playing Florida Atlantic. This is easy. Fade Tom Herman whenever, whenever you can. I know Blaze will love that pick. No, no brainer. Another one on the card is I've got Appalachian State. They're playing Old Dominion. Old Dominion has struggled all year. I don't think they're a very good football team. They they could have beaten Marshall, but uh, they lost or they they barely squeaked it out against Southern Miss. And everyone knows if they've been following the podcast that Southern Miss is on the never again list because they fucked me when I told them they were my play of the year against Arkansas State and they didn't show up. So I'm taking uh, Appalachian State against Old Dominion minus six and a half. I still think Appalachian State's a pretty good Sun Belt team. So let's roll with them minus six and a half. Um, another one that I'm going to put on here. In that same vein, I mentioned Arkansas State. Give me Coastal Carolina. I'll run this thing up to like 14 if it goes up that high. Uh, wow. They're playing, they're that playing high? Arkansas State. They're playing Arkansas State, and Arkansas State might be one of the worst teams in the country. The only team they've beaten is Southern Miss, who I already mentioned fucking screwed me on the game of the year. Going back to the well, fading Arkansas State. Give me Coastal Carolina. And the other one that I have on the card here, among my other stinky ones late that we don't even have to mention, they're all big dogs that you could just pick the big money or pick the big ones that you could take off and we're taking off Utah anyways. Give me Colorado State one more time. Colorado State made me look smart last week. I'm going to take them again. UNLV's 5-1. and one. They're at UNLV. UNLV's playing pretty well, but I think they're kind of doing it with mirrors. They can call them uh, my fantasy football team 5-1, and one, but they're not as good as they look on paper. Give me Colorado State. They're getting 7 in the hook again. Same spread as last week. They won against Boise State outright. Give me Colorado State again. I'm a very easy better. If you fuck me, I'm never betting you again. And if you play well when I bet on you, I'm going to bet you again. And like, oh, you're going to always have the benefit of the doubt if you win me the first time I bet on you. Colorado State's one of those teams. So this week, we're just going with the boys we like, fading the boys we don't. I was smart enough yesterday, Blaze, not to be the UTEP whisperer. I was going to take UTEP because they're start, they are hardest is out. And they've been starting their, this new quarterback. They fucking stunk. He I'm was horrible. I'm glad I stayed away from it. It was an ugly game. There's only two games yesterday, but they were both highly entertaining to watch, and they are both very ugly. Um, but but to, this is the rest of the way. I love all these plays. Iowa's the one I like the least. 
my very favorite plays of the week are Memphis against UAB, Colorado State getting seven and a half at UNLV, and I love UTSA to minus two and a half against Florida Atlantic. If you want a couple other ones in here, I'll keep talking. I like Army plus 31 against LSU. That's way too many points for a That Arizona game. State game is disgusting. It's 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 the only reason I'm betting it and why I have it in the pool too is because it's the last game of the night and I want to be in the mix where it's coming down to that where it's like well that's a right, bold like, assumption because you're going to assume that your Michael other nine games are doing well. Is Michael Penix gonna? Is he playing this week? It why doesn't matter. He? I think this is going to run up to 28 and I'm going to be getting four touchdowns. You just got to make sure that they get a stinky one at the end. And you're coming off the emotional high from last week. This could be an easy letdown spot. Drew Pine still quarterbacking for Arizona State, I think. What the fuck is that? We're gonna throw it in. We get a backdoor cover. We love it. Arizona State stinks. I'm I'm on I'm on a little bit of the revenge train here. I've got a I'm I'm gonna give you guys a revenge parlay. And what are these are just bounce back? These are teams that I think are gonna bounce back after their recent loss. Oregon coming off that loss. I they're at home against Washington State. It's a must win if they want to get themselves back in the in the playoff picture, or at least find a way back in the Pac-12 championship game. And then Texas. They're what? Oh, they're at Houston. Basically call that a home game for them. I agree, Merrick. I'd Same take thing. Texas. Da- I, and Dana Holgerson's coming out, coming off a high, beating his old team at, at West Virginia. What, well, this four, is 41 39 few- last last Thursday. So and yeah. and UT had the week off. They they're gonna come back fired up. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna blow the absolute doors off of Houston. This is one of the few games where Tequila Sarkeesian is a better coach than the opposition on the other side of the sideline too. So yeah, he clearly has a better it. roster and he's actually a better coach than someone in the big 12. So I can see Texas winning by 50 in this game. Oh, it's, oh they're going to blow the doors off them. They're going to blow the wheels off them. Absolutely. My last, and, and this is like, fuck, I'm nervous even saying this. This is the big play for me on Saturday. UNC. Do not take the foot off the gas. They're playing Virginia. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Fucking Virginia is awful. They're one in five. They have beaten William and fucking Mary. William and Mary is their only win. Yes, they have had two close losses by three points or less to what um, North Carolina State and at Boston College. Um, But the two legitimate teams that they played earlier this year who uh, Tennessee and uh, forgive me, Maryland, they lost by 35 plus points. They're going to get the wheel, the doors absolutely blown off them by you by UNC and that UNC defense. Come on. Virginia has one interception on the year and four force fumbles. That UNC defense has almost four times that now at this point, there's absolutely no chance that, that, that UNC offense gets stopped and that UNC defense is too powerful for Virginia. Take the 23 and a half points all day long. Merrick, I'm going the other way here, and this is a classic Mac Brown letdown game. They're going to win by like 10 points, and it's going to be a lot closer. Like, this is classic Mac Brown playing a huge favorite. They're going to go down by 14 right away, and then you're thinking they need to score seven straight touchdowns to cover this game. I'm going to tell you right now, if this is your big bet, you're going to be pissing all your money away. Do not do it. Do, do not I, do, do it. Do you I want just, to just, do you want to just, just take my it. action? I will take all your action. I might do this. Like I'm telling Save you, right now. you still, you still owe me a unit. Well, okay. Let me pull up the bar tab from Saturday in okay. Houston. Oh, oh, oh. Send okay. me an invoice. Or you know no, what? You, you, we you just evened send... it out. We just evened it out. It's fine. 
But what I I'm telling you, Merrick, is... It's a, Mac, it's a Mac Brown letdown This spot. is a Mac Brown it. letdown. Like, this is why he got fired at Texas. Because we gotta get that on teams a teams like this. A Mac Brown letdown. <laughs> yeah, he's I don't done know. a great was, job I, at UNC, but this game... Tony Ellis, it's a horrible coach. Rewind it. I called Virginia might win one game all season, but this is their bowl game. This is where they're going to have a shot to do something. After this, Tony Elliott's fired, but I am telling you right now, this is a Mac letdown, Mac Brown letdown special. Stay they're not going to win another game. The only game that Virginia might win at the rest of the year is at Virginia or against Virginia Tech, the last game of the season. They have fucking, UNC, fucking Miami. Of course, Mike, Mike, fucking of course, Virginia doesn't play Wake Forest this year. Killing us. Oh, yeah, right. Wake right. Forest stinks. We fucked that. We were wrong. Yeah. We're, Let's we're, just call a spade a spade. Family of the program play is dead. We were wrong. Family add, it to the, add it to the list of big plays that we fucked up on as a as a duo and no. as a team. We're we're hitting all these. Me? I'm gonna put. I gotta put everything in tomorrow. My my guy my guy's off on Saturday. Dude, I don't know. I'm kind of. I like the slate this week. It's a lot of I, lower level I, plays for me, but I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm seeing the board well. I, I feel like I should reload I'm the account and put, and put like fifty on everything. I'm definitely not seeing the board well. Like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the don't touch me plays. Like the Ohio that's part State. of the battle. You're just not betting it. Right, right. That's a like big. Ohio that's State, a big State, step I for want you. It. I want to bet it. It's just it, just it, moving like, it down. Moving it down from twenty plays to ten plays is a big move for you. That's good stuff. I'm proud of you. Yeah. It's not your fault. And no more first half Georgia or Bama plays. Yeah. You're growing. <laughs> right or four I don't. Team. Or four teamers. I haven't. I, I actually, I have not bet one four teamer this year. Also, I don't know. It might just be that I've had a couple beers, or that Mike gave like two stats, or that I'm a sucker for any elevator pitch on any bet. But I was in on UNC. I like them. I'm taking them with you. I'll take your guys' action. All right, let's do it. All right, boys. I don't know. We're gonna be. We're gonna get Mac Brown letdown spot jammed down our throats if we lose this, though, Mike. You know what? If we lose this, boys, we're gonna take your proceeds and we're gonna make ten Mac Brown letdown shirts, and we're gonna give them out to the listeners. Well, now, our- now, 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 we might have to pay our marketing manager a small fee first. <laughs> hey, well, something you know for the effort. <laughs> Does anyone out there know how to use the TikTok? Hey, Dave, turn on the TikTok camera for money. It's basically what we are now. We're already we've already aged out of all culture. Plus, we're super white, so it's no good for anyone. I asked you guys to send me videos for when I was in Italy. And oh, I would I'm never going to send a video. Neither am I. Why? You own this. You do a good job with it. We don't need to be a part of it. I'm supposed to look as cool as you on a Saturday. Hey, I live I'm in the fucking be- suburbs. What do you think this is? I'm going to be releasing our flagship sponsorship this Saturday. That's big news too, by the way. Flagship. Besides, besides, I'm trying to think. Like, besides, maybe like Springfield or Blaze Anna A N N A. Naperville might be the least cool place in all of Illinois. Naperville's got a nice downtown. It's very nice. I think it's nice, but it's, I'm saying like cool factor where it's like, damn, that's cool. Well, who not knows? Maybe hit, the Bears go there. A lot hit people. No, I hope not. I'll have to leave. You know, good. You, boys, they're they're going to go to Arlington. They already tore down the race track. They're going to go there. Grow you up. said it. You said it, boys. The Bears. Let's talk NFL picks come Sunday. Boys, you and I are on a couple of the same plays here. Start with the Bills. Is this just a New England sucks factor? Belichick's going to get fired, or, or what's your what's your thought here? Yeah, I think it's a 
um, Belichick's going to get fired, and Josh Allen always takes care of the Patriots. And this is a get-right game for the Bills. They've scored zero points in um, – I think they've – actually, excuse me, have scored six points in the last two games in the first half. They need to figure something out right now against the Patriots team that is absolutely reeling and probably most likely tanking for Caleb Williams here. So um, I really think that the Bills are just going to take advantage and go um, and win this game, and it's not even going to be close. I would take Bills first half and also – um, bills for the game minus eight and a half. Wow. It's a pretty big indictment on Bill Belichick these last few years. I got to say, no one can take away those rings, but Jesus Christ, is this a mess? I mean, when is Mac Jones like permanently benched? <laughs> is it this week? No, I mean, Bailey's happy. Is he still the backup? He is. Yeah, he's gotten some garbage time. Yeah, just once again, that draft class outside of Trevor Lawrence, just absolute garbage here. Terrible. 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 Blame it on COVID. It's got to be that. Blame it on COVID. Dave, who do you got on Sunday? So we'll keep it to Sunday, and I'll kind of segue this for for Blaze, one of Blaze's things here. I got I think I got to take Packers-Broncos over 45. I think the Packers are, uh, are due for a little bit of a bounce back. I think the Broncos defense is that bad. I do think the Packers stink, so I might actually lean Broncos in this game, but I'm going to take the over 45 here. Um, and the other one I put on here is another over. At what point do we hit the Bears Raiders over? Because you're still dealing with the Bears and the Raiders. You're going to be dealing with backup quarterbacks, though. Is Fields playing? No, he's definitely not playing. Bajan. Bajan Orange. Who is playing for the Raiders? Is it Hoyer or is it the rookie Plummer? No, uh, no O'Connell. No, O'Connell, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. It's O'Connell. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. Uh, Purdue. I think it's going to be uh, Hoyer, though. Revenge game for him against the Bears. I, I think I might end up hitting that thing at, at like 30. It might go down. Uh, 38 is probably pretty fair. If, if it's not going to get down to 35, but if it gets down to 37 and a half, I'll bet it. That's pretty fair. And the only other two sides, and then I'll let you guys talk the rest of the way here. Um, I like the Eagles minus three against the Dolphins. Is that Sunday night? I like the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. So that bodes very terrible because I mean, they're going to be chasing or I'm going to be doubling down. So I'll probably go 0 2. I like the Eagles minus three. I think the Eagles are, are are still better than the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins are that good. They're not, of course, they're not that good. I'm just saying they're not as good as everyone's acting like they are. Give me the Eagles minus three. The Eagles haven't played that well. I think they're going to be hyped up for this one. Give me the Eagles on that one. And this feels like a dirty play, but give me the Vikings catching a touchdown on Monday night football. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to give up a spread that easily. And I think that he might be one of the guys that actually might not know the spread, but he's a guy that doesn't want to lose by too much, and I think he keeps it within a touchdown. Give me the Vikings getting seven at home. Are they? They got to figure something out there in Minnesota. They're going to trade him. I think you think so? Maybe. But I I saw that he didn't waive his no move clause. Oh yeah, you're right. He did do that this week. You're totally right. I whiffed on that. He 100 so percent did that, so well, he's, he's not going to get traded. So he's staying. He is going to stay. Blaze, talk about this, and I got to ask if you're going to do it, because if you do it and I do well enough on Saturday, I'll do it with you. Would you round robin, like choose three or four every over in the NFL? Well, I, I wouldn't round robin. Like, I would love to round robin, um, like, all the after, all the 12 o'clock games. That's what I would do if I lived in um, Illinois and do this. Do this I the was, Scott Hansen over? I was reading that um, the NFL offenses in the red zone have been the lowest they've ever been. Unders have been hitting at a clip that's been unsustainable. I think it's time where you kind of bottom out right now and you kind of go the other way and you take advantage of it. Like we're even looking at the Thursday night game right now and they're on track for the over according to FanDuel. 
I think this is just going to progress into the week. And I think one thing we're seeing too much of that's going to kind of go back or regression to the mean too is there are too many fucking teams in the NFL leading crumbs on the table that add up to a full meal. And what I'm talking about is not kicking field goals in the red zone. We saw that on Monday night with the Chargers and Cowboys. They didn't do it. And if the Chargers did that, they would have won the game. So there's going to start coming back where points are actually going to start mattering again. And that's going to impact the totals. But I think it's unsustainable. We're halfway through the season. Teams should start figuring it out on the offensive end. And now is kind of the time to start getting these overs. I'm in, I'd be interested in doing a round robin here. I, I don't know. Maybe we can get 12 games, talk to Mullen. We'll pull our money together. But that's something I'd like to do. So talk me through this round robin again and how it works. Remind me. Dave, you want to do it? Sure. So it's basically it's it, you choose a certain amount of teams that you want to pick out of a, a whole slate, right? So let's say there's 12, 12 games that we like that we want to bet the over. You basically do a 12 choose two, three, four, whatever number you want your parlay to be. But you basically build parlays out of those 12 games. So if you have 12 teams, you're going to do and you want to do two team parlays. I don't have the math in front of me because I wasn't ready for this. We could have done this, made this a segment of learning, Mike, but you didn't warn me it was coming. Um, so basically you would do if you do did 12 choose two, you make two team parlays out of all 12 of those teams and you bet all of them. If you want to do 12 choose three, you do three team parlays out of all those teams and you bet all of them. And obviously, like the higher you go, the less parlays you have to bet. But so you have to put a bit of a high layout, but it saves you from having to hit every single one. Where if you hit eight of them, you do pretty well. And if you hit nine of them, you do very well. And each one you hit, you get a little bigger. And that that's actually how me and Mullen made a shitload of money in week one was he had a five touchdown score, one and four of them hit. And we had uh, five choose four or five choose three. So we hit two parlays. Yeah. So building off that is you kind of want to do the go big or go home. So. Mike, say you do a four-team parlay with 12 teams. You have eight of those teams hit, hit hit the over. You get all those combinations of four. So you're getting like a 12-to-1 payout for these bets. But they're like 12, but say they're $12 bets, but you're hitting these and you're putting a lot of money on the line, but it could be a good payout if you get hot one week. And like, this is my theory of the week. This is the week where a lot of overs are going to hit. So like if, say like 12 of them hit and four don't, you could be looking really good in the money. That's the theory. You're, I mean, it's kind of timing the market essentially. You're timing the market. It's it's yeah. usually smarter to do on stuff like this with underdogs too. So, like a big, a popular time to do it would be in March Madness if you were going to round robin like money line on underdogs round one because those parlays pay a lot better. Well, and, and you got to look at it too. At least this is how I'm viewing it. Like, you've got four of the top five teams play each other this week. Right, the Bills are the only other top five team who aren't, you know, I guess have a pretty pretty sizable spread too, boys. I mean, some of these other teams that are playing each other. I mean, you talked about the Bears, uh, Bears Raiders, right? Falcons Buccaneers. I mean, yeah, there's uh, the Browns and the Colts. That's going to be an absolute shootout, at least from my perspective of it. But we'll see. I think the opposite on that one. I think it's going to be low scoring. You think so? Browns Colts? Yeah. I'll give you the side if you want it. No, I don't want to take your money, Dave. Merrick, outside of Buffalo, what else do you have? I've got uh, – shocker. I'm going three other favorites. Seahawks, I think Packers. Packers at the Broncos. The Broncos are shit. Someone's getting fired there in the next three weeks. So um, they're going to have to start playing for their jobs. And then – I think this Chiefs line, if 
five and a half points. I I don't know. Something about that. The Chargers coming off that, that Monday night football loss. Um, they're back on the road. That stadium is going to be rocking. Five and a half points. Who knows? Taylor might show up. Um, five and a half points. I think I think they win this game by 13. Um, I think that defense is too much for uh, for that Chargers offense. So, Yeah, no, I'm with you on the Seahawks. I think the bottom's fallen out for the Arizona Cardinals, and Josh Jobs kind of peaked, and the defense got a read. And I really thought the Seahawks should have won against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. They kind of had a disappointing loss, but that team plays really hard. Geno's improved from last year, too, and that defense is something to watch. And you're playing at the 12th, man. I like to, I like um, the Seahawks minus seven. That, and I, I, Charbonnet had a pretty decent game last week, too. He came in. I, I think he's going to play a bigger role this week, too. So watch out for him. What do you think of Kyler coming back in a few weeks? I mean, practicing. I mean, fuck, dude. Rodgers is going to be back soon, sooner than you think. That'd you see him out there? You see Maybe him the out playoffs. There? He's already out there slinging it. What else you guys got? That's it for me. I feel I've been. I don't feel as strong as my picks, especially with college football. I feel like last week, parlay went three and seven, posted online. Um, I just Yikes. don't think I'm getting a good. I'm not getting a good read right now, and I don't. It's not really an indicator. We joke about it, but. I got no pot. I got no positive closing line value since I posted the parlay on Monday. <laughs> so that's not a good Why sign. Why do you post it on Monday then? Because I just like to do it to get it over with. So I don't harass Dave Hepper Mullen in the, when football's coming up, just so it's in. I've been meaning to talk to you about this, by the way, blaze, you got to give that specific play. You always have to give it to me. Don't give it to Hep because if you end up hitting it, your tax obligations are going to be much higher for tap Hep than me. Because his marginal tax rate, I don't know if you know this, spoiler alert, is a little bit higher than a Dave McAvoy's. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you might be wor- working with a different tax bracket on the marginal tax rate there. So give me that specific play, everything else I don't need, but like that one specifically, because if you hit it, we're going to get a W2G and we're going to have to pay taxes on it. Well, the, the, thing, the, the thing is too, Dave, you might be saving Denver's on if you're doing me. I, I've only, I've <clears> hit this <throat> twice on points, but, and they take out more than they should, so... Kubiak, Kubiak, and Kubiak always get, has given me is going to give me a nice tax return this year. Right. I mean, we'll all pull our losses. Cut that. Cut that. The IRS might be listening. Shh, shh, shh. Quiet hours. Blaze doesn't care. It's not on his tax return. It's on mine. It's true. No, it's, it's true. not. My parlay that I hit back in January. Oh, that one. Yeah, I know. It's on there anyways. Which one was that one, Blaze? How much you hit that for? That was a uh, eleven teamer. With the points bet boost, that was thirty five k. I got twenty five k after taxes. You would have probably for thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, where have you been, Merrick? Where have you been? He gets mad if you bet any of his smaller ones with him, though. He gets mad at you. No, I don't. I just give you a hard time because I'm still salty about me and Merrick going ten and zero in that thing, and you making a rule up that it's a tie if you both go ten and zero, and then we got screwed. It, it was in there. I still haven't won I, that. I, 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 still, I still I have not won, won that pool. So I haven't won it in like two years either. I remember, boys, that parlay that you won for like 17 grand, but not the one for 35. That was Jesus. his, his bowl game one. Been, his bowl game one he hit. It was where like 11 teams. I was chirping Patson. All Penn State and Utah game. Oh, did you hedge that, though? I did. I I, I lost eight thousand dollars combined on um, the USC and Penn State game, but I still came out ahead. Oh yes, you came out very much so ahead. So yes, 
Can't be mad about that. I Can't just don't be. understand how you didn't know about this. It's I did. On, it's pinned I, on I, our it, Twitter. It's, it's pinned funny. on our Twitter. Boys, I'm telling you, I only run one of our social media channels. I can't run two. I can't do it all. And at it, Jesus, help run a $5 billion company over here. God, I, I got a lot of response. Is that big? Is that, is that big? That's weird because I'm the global head of treasury management for a bank. It's I'm global head. Global. Global. Global, uh, global head. I just, you know, my mind is always racing a million miles a minute. <sighs> Unbelievable. All right. That's all I got. All right. Blaze has <laughs> Blaze has ladies' night at the at the rice bar later. So folks, if you could see what we're no, looking I need at. to go to bed. It and I want to watch the Astros lose. Did you did you groom that chest hair tonight? It looks good. No, natural. Listeners. Oh, we'll, natural. We'll, listeners, we'll leave you with that. Thanks for tuning in.